I only like their old stuff featuring J-Ho Groove and the lovely Just One Miss. We're the Oatmeal Conspiracy and this is the show that answers the question, is it hype or is it hate? We're going to leave you now and hand it over to J-Ho and Groove. Take it away, boys. Here we go. I am. <laughs> well, why you gotta say with that? And I'm proud to be an American. American. Where well, at least I know I'm. Vuvuzelad. What's up? Welcome to I don't like their old stuff. I don't like. Welcome to I don't like their Vuvuzela stuff. <laughs> it's Vuvuzela. It's not Vuvuzela. This is episode 41, 51, Spell <laughs> Vuvuzela is the, is the title. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I'm J-Ho and this is The Groove. You're listening to J-Ho and The Groove. <laughs> I'm 8.7 the Vivisuela. A gaggling wind! <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> it's good to be back. <laughs> That's good. That's a good way to kick it off. We got some housekeeping. Uh, Number one fan this week is going to go to somebody who's a new listener. And she told me that she'd been listening. She better have been listening, or I'm taking this back. Uh, It's it's, uh, Charisma. Her name's Charisma. And uh, she's been listening on the, she says on the Twitter that she's been listening. So, Charisma, that, let us know if you've been listening or not. Of is that her she, stage if, name or is that her real name? I think that's her real name. Yeah? Charisma, yeah, K-E-R-I-S-M-A. She have it? She, yeah, she does. I would say right. she does. Yeah, but I'm going to take that back if she hadn't been listening. So let us know if you've been listening. Of course, you wouldn't know if we asked this question if you weren't listening. So, Catch-22. Gift of the Magi. Uh, hey, I just want to give props. We never gave props to uh, our buddy uh, uh, Nate Helgerson because he yeah. got married uh, a little bit before you. And yeah. uh, happy marriage! Happy marriage, Nate. Happy marriage. He also you got. You know, he may be he may be moving up to uh, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. He told me that he's uh, he'd be flying the whirly birds up here. So yeah. So. They do have a lot of them. I see them flying all over the place all the time. So what's up? Uh, number one hater this week is Wet Cardboard Box. Yep. Because he apparently messaged you, where's my podcast at? Two things I need from you today. Play a video game with me and record a podcast. Just all about him. Just 
You know what? You get the the podcast when we give it to you, okay? You don't get to ask for it. You ain't paying me. No. Hey, actually, speaking of paying me, we haven't mentioned this in a long time. We're trying to get some fucking microphones that don't sound shitty like the one that I got right now. Yeah. If you want to get this awesome podcast in a really clear, crystal clear recording format, give us some money. Tell them how to do it, j Uh, Go to IOLTOS.com, and um, we've got a donate link on there. Give us some fucking money. Well, don't put it like that. They're not going to give us anything if you act like well, that. No, that's, you know, you've been enjoying 51 episodes of free, you know, obviously hilarious podcasts for a long time. Just vitriol and, aimed at the fans this week. Just, <laughs> it's been a while since we... <laughs> oh. Um, say what? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on. Did you hit pause? No, no, no. I'm not hitting pause. What are you... I'm trying to... Uh, hold on. I got something. I think somebody donated again that I missed because it was during the wedding. When did you get married? Uh, June 12th. Let's see here. <clears throat> oh, dead air. Dead air? Dead air. That's old. Well, somebody donated during that time and I missed it. So, Oh, here we go. Donation from Josh Howen. You know Josh Howen? I feel uh, like I should. He's from uh, Illinois. Uh, he really? gets he gets forty bucks, man. What? Yeah. Say what? I say what? About to Google this motherfucker. Yeah, that'll be more dead air. <laughs> he gave us forty bucks. So I mean, we're not too That's far awesome. from being done. We got. Uh, I think there's like a hundred twenty bucks in there right now. Well, it depends on how much you've been taking off the top. Well, I've been skimming. I mean, there's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing in there now because I've spent it all. But <laughs> yeah. no, yeah, I think this should be. It should be a hundred. We were at a hundred bucks, man. So that should have been a hundred forty from Josh Howen's generous donation. Who I want to know who this guy is. Hit us up on the Facebook, Josh yeah. Howen. Show. Sure. Sorry, sure. I, just, I just remembered that. I'm sorry that. I just remembered that. Oh. He doesn't listen anymore because you didn't thank him. Oh, everybody else. I gave more than anybody. <laughs> well, he did. <laughs> well, he did, but don't be getting, don't be getting greedy with the praise. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's move on. Nobody cares about this part of the show ever. <laughs> Start the show out with this bullshit. Oh, I don't care who the number one fan is. It's not me. I don't care who the hater is. It's always Owen. Uh, it's always Owen. Uh, all right. Well, what? What's up? Hey, I also forgot last week during the show to uh, thank Clave for that uh, nice wedding picture he drew of you. We didn't thank him, so... Yeah, yeah, I felt bad about that myself. I I thought I was searching on Facebook for Josh Allen, but I apparently just created an event called Josh Allen. Josh Allen, yeah. <laughs> create a group. Josh Allen, Josh Allen, who are you? Josh Allen, congratulations! <clears throat> All right, I'm done with that. I get distracted. Yeah, Clave drew a picture again 
on what Miss's, you know, suggestion. This is the art director, and Clave, you know, illustrates her vision. And so (laughs) she uh, she got him as a wedding present to you to draw up a nice uh, a nice illustration, and I'm sure you fans have seen it, but I just want to give it props again. Yeah, and Clave. See it on the website. Did Clave graduate? No, he's he's a senior this year, isn't he? Uh, what? He's a rising senior in high school, isn't he? Is it, uh, I don't know. Maybe he I think he is. I, nah, I, no, yeah, maybe he is. I don't, no, I don't Shit, know. Shit, we missed right his now. graduation. He didn't invite me. Oh, yeah, fuck him then. <laughs> I didn't mean it, Clave. <laughs> All right, let's move on with the good part of the show. That's not this week's episode. Is, the good part <laughs> is not good. This is preparing. We've been, we've been having trouble because I've got a job now, and oh, oh, well, I, I'm not saying that you don't have a job. Ah, now that I, I've got this job, well, I don't know how to manage my time properly. No. Well, you'll get used to it. It's going to take a month. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to get used to it. You know, I get home and I'm like, oh, sweet. It's six o'clock. Oh, shit. It's midnight. I go to bed. (laughs) Fuck. I go through some kind of wormhole on my way home from work. (laughs) By the time I get home, it's like, oh, well, it's It's like quantum leap. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So, so the best part of this show is yet to come. It, just keep listening for it. You'll know when you listen hear it. Yeah. Yeah. So what'd you do for the fourth? The fourth? Um went to see some fireworks with some girlfriend and her, her uh her daughters. So they they had never seen real fireworks before. They didn't even know what I was talking about. Isn't that crazy? It is. I, I don't even I don't even know. I don't even know how to address. Can you imagine that. not see like you know? Can you imagine not ever speaking language? <laughs> no, no. They uh, so we went and uh, one of them was just kind of like, eh, me. I'm gonna do some. I'm gonna play in the dirt. And then uh, the the oldest one was really enthralled, and so I got to listen to her ooh and ah, and it was truly ooh ah ooh ah. Now, were you guys watching these with binoculars? I mean, are you you were, you felt good enough to get close enough to the fireworks? Oh well, I like fire. Yeah, that that I don't like being close to fireworks, and you know that. From the, yeah. I told the whole explosion story. Yeah. Go back to uh, two episodes ago, or whatever. We have to go back. Yeah. Go back, and we have to go back. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm okay. I really like fireworks as long as I'm a long ways away from them. And so, of course, these were the expensive ones that go way up high in the air, you know, and um, but I, uh, you know, I don't, I don't like being up close to him because I don't like explosions or, you know, loud noises. So, yeah. So yeah. What, how far away were you then? Um, we were like a long ways away. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty far. So what, so what, what did you do for the fourth? I went to Mitchell's house. Did you? I went to Mitchell's house for a cookout. Oh Yeah. What's up? Well, that's a classic thing to do. Man, uh, so McKin- Mitchell's like, you know, come on over. We're doing a cookout. We're going to do, I'll do the burgers and the dogs. You bring something else. And, you know, we'll have a couple people over there, you know. 
And I'm thinking, that sounds awesome, you know? Because yeah. I haven't been able to hang out with Mitchell but, like, four times in a year. Yeah. You know, and it's always, I feel bad, but I'm always, like, doing something for work or whatever. Four times and, uh, is about my limit, though, with him over a year. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> well... We go to his house, Mackenzie and I, and um, we realized as we were pulling up, we saw the kids in the backyard. We realized that we were, we were now, we were now the adults at an adult party. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it was kind of weird. We were in the in, like um, the interstice between the children and the adults, their yeah. parents, because they're all. I don't know how old Mitchell is. Um, but he's older than you are, I think, right? He's like, I think he's about two or three years older than me. Yeah, so everybody was about that age, uh-huh. and and they all had kids. Yeah, and and then and and so it was weird. It was funny because there was only so many chairs on the back porch. Yeah, and uh, and they were all sitting around, and there was a chair for Mackenzie as well, and yet I, I didn't get a chair. <laughs> Oh. And so I was I was standing on the stairs in between the porch and the backyard. Just kind of leaning. All the kids were in the backyard, and all of them were up there. And so I really, I literally was in the middle, not yeah. only in in life phase and age, but also in um, position within the backyard. Uh, but no, we had a great time. I mean, his friends are really cool, and they made us feel welcome. And it was crazy being around those kids. Yeah. It was, I mean, I don't know, for, 4th of July for me is like, makes me think of camp and being a camp and yeah. I was missing that pretty bad yeah, and like the that fact too. that I was missing that and being around, there was uh, four kids there Yeah. and uh, they were going crazy. Mitchell's kids are like, I I, I don't think I've, I've uh, spent much time with the youngest one, but the older one, Quinn, he's yeah. like, oh yeah, I love dinosaurs. Yeah, he, uh, the younger one was, his birthday was, the, is the third? Yeah. And, uh, so they had stayed out late and watched the fireworks, and it was his birthday and stuff, so he was a little punchy, literally and figuratively, so he was getting, he was assaulting everyone yeah. around him, which was awesome. I mean, well, I just, like, I got to stay, I was sitting in the kitchen while Mitchell was cooking up some fried green tomatoes, and there were just kids just running back and forth and yelling, yeah. And he was sitting here talking to me, cooking, and I was like, "Man, this is this is a home right here." You know what I mean? This is a yeah. home, yeah. and uh, so that was real cool. And um, <clears throat> his dog has six toes. What? His dog has six toes. A little waggling toe. I took. Yeah. A, I tweeted it. Yeah, I, I took a picture of it and tweeted. I'm gonna send some of the pictures to. Um, Miss to get on the website because Mitchell thought he was going to have, I guess, about three times as many people at his house than he actually did. Oh, and he cooked, he cooked about 13, 14 chickens. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they were like, I mean, two chickens got eaten. Yeah. I mean, what? They were like um, <clears throat> uh, eight adults there. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I literally, he cooked about, no, it was more than 30. I mean, it was a ton of chickens. He had uh, two-thirds of the chicken had not been eaten at the end of wow. dinner. Yeah. And uh, he was like, well, you know, I thought till the hun and some of his friends were coming over. Yeah. But uh, so, so we had it. Did, um, so were we the other guys from. Too. You what? 
We did some fireworks, too. Oh, yeah. You had some fire off there. TJ was lighting off some... He was real disappointed. This guy was one of their buddies. Uh, Chris from the Oatmeal Conspiracy was there as well. I was going to ask that, yeah. Yeah, and um, his wife and twins. He's got twins. I can't imagine twins. Anyways, but TJ is one of their friends who's been their friend for, like, you know, 18 years. Yeah. And um, all the kids are standing in the driveway watching him light the fireworks, and he's just verbally showing his contempt for these fireworks. Yeah, they just weren't up to his standards. <laughs> Not up to his standards. He was just like, wow, these small. <laughs> it was funny. It was, yeah. good. It was a good time. It that was sounds like good. a good time. That's some, yeah. some hype. You know? It's just a bunch of hanging out on the back porch and uh, and watching Mitchell cook. Which I, yeah. I filmed some video. I sent you some videos in the yeah. Email. I had I didn't get to watch it yet because I got it on my uh, iPod. So I he, to... I'm telling you, when we launch the uh, new website, we're gonna have a little cooking show with Mitchell. For sure, uh, he, I'm down with that. He's he's hilarious. Sitting on my front porch, <laughs> sipping on some lemonade, wondering why I had seen your smiling face for the longest time. Um, we're gonna get um. We need to get him back on the show. He's he's begging to be back on the show. Oh yeah, he's a great guest. So we gotta get we're gonna get Owen on. We're gonna get Mitchell on. That's our next. I told guys. I told him to donate money. So we and then get we get him on. Yeah, get a microphone so he and I can sit in the same office and just. Yeah. Record. All right. Next. Next. Well, I got a fireworks story. Funny that you should uh, mention my fear of fireworks. Mm-hmm. Uh. Okay, so I'm driving home from old girl's house the other night, and um, I stop at this gas station that I always stop at, and it's like a truck stop kind of place, you know, where there's always stuff going on. Yeah. And um, this night, there was a lot of white trash there. And uh, I don't know why it is. You ever notice that white trash often, they all drive the same car? <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's usually a car called, I don't know if you're familiar with this car, car car it's called a beretta you know what i'm yeah. talking about yeah it's usually it's usually like eight white trash folks smashed up in a beretta you would only know it's a beretta because of the shape of the car because all the trim has fucking fallen off of it you know what i'm <laughs> talking about <clears throat> yeah <clears throat> and that that's how these motherfuckers were and there was about about seven chromosomes between all of them i think Oh. And they decided a good idea. Well, no, wait till you hear what they did. They <laughs> thought a good idea would be to throw fireworks right next to the gas pumps. What? So they're lighting firecrackers and throwing them like three feet from the gas pump. Yeah, I mean, let me. Can I just say that I don't really get that scared. When that stuff happens close to a, a gas pump. Why not? It's an explosive gas pump. Yeah, it's a gas pump. Though. The gas ain't out there. It's inside. There's gas on the ground, though. There's, there ain't much gas on the ground. There's not enough gas on the ground for it to trail all the way up through the pump and down the hose. I, I'm, I'm not I don't so really, sure. I don't that. really get that scared about it. I don't get scared when people smoke by a gas pump. Oh. I, I don't. Me. I mean, I hear you. And that's stupid. It's stupid. But I was just irritated by it because I was just like it was they were throwing it at another car and so there was like a fireworks fight going on by the pumps. And there's <laughs> other people like 
trying to get into the place to like you know get their gas and everything, and everybody's just kind of like, uh, oh my god, what's gonna happen? Everybody's just kind of like, uh, happy birthday, America. Uh, what? This is celebrating our freedom. Yeah. Here it is. So, yeah. So that was shitty. Hmm. But um, it Mm. didn't explode, and I tallyhoed out of there real quick. (laughs) Just, I just, I just got my car and (laughs) we. Yeah. 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 Um, I had another thing to kind of rant about a little bit. I hey, you you been you eating fast food again? You weren't for a while there. I actually just went out to the grocery store yesterday, and um, I I don't know. I haven't been. Not really. No. Good on I you. I, I need to. I I had stopped like pretty you know for a while and then now i've been eating fast food again because it's you know relatively easy um yeah and uh but i don't understand how every time i go through a drive-thru it doesn't matter what time of day or night it is when i pull up there could be no car there but as soon as i pull up to order suddenly a, a giant suv with like eight people in it appears in front of me every time I'm always behind like a family of ten. Yeah. In a what's the what's the big SUV like a Yukon or something? The excursion. The excursion. I'm always behind an excursion with like and, the, and you know everybody's ordered a special order. I don't <laughs> want pickles on mine. Oh shit! Now they got to order pirate burgers. Yeah, let me get a pirate burger. <laughs> um. Yeah. So every time and so I you know fast food is negated by the fact that every time I'm behind a giant, you know, I'm behind a football team. Every time I go through, and it doesn't matter. It could be 4 o'clock in the morning. Nobody should be up at that time. And I'm in line, and I turn the corner around the drive-thru, and there it is. You know, H3. Hummer. (laughs) It's like I'll be pulling in line. I'm like, oh, yes, nobody's in line here. And then somebody just, like, swerves in in front of me. Oh shit! What um? What do you do to uh? What do you do while you're waiting? Do you do you get on the phone? Or do you listen to me? What do you do? Do you uh, just stare uh, and and see? That's that's a good question because uh, in the car I'm usually listening to podcasts if I'm not talking on the phone. Yeah. If I'm not talking to you on the phone usually, uh-huh. uh, and uh. I don't like talking on the phone when I'm going up there because I feel weird about putting people on hold to, like, order the food and stuff, you know? Usually I'm embarrassed, unless I'm talking to you, that I'm eating fast yeah. food. And, yeah. uh, but I listen to the podcast, but I'll turn the podcast off because it's sort of like that thing where if you're driving around looking for an address, you have to turn everything off. You ever do that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, suddenly I can't. I can manage to drive this vehicle and listen to music. But as soon, as soon as I need to find someplace, I have to turn the music off. Like, that really helps a lot. Helps me concentrate. Uh, so I have to do that to order. And then, like, if I'm waiting a long time, I'll turn it back on. But there's a point where I'm like, oh, I don't want to turn it on. and have to turn it off when I get up there. I don't want to be rude when I get up there and not be able to hear the person because i got this thing on. So that's I guess that's what I do. Sometimes I listen to podcasts. Sometimes I don't. Usually I fret about whether I should be listening to it or not. 
What podcast are you? <laughs> yeah, that's that's more like it. You just go back and oh, forth. Oh, turn up, should I turn off. You just, sit there with your finger right by the volume, just just not enjoying it, but listening to it very softly. Yeah, just for thirty five more seconds. Yeah, just and just just getting more and more angry that there's an SUV with a whole basketball team in it in front of me. You know. What other podcasts do you listen to right now? Let's see here. I've been listening, man. I'm listening a lot to Adam Carolla's podcast. Really? Yeah, I'm really digging it. They got a new format where it's like grizzles, grizzles, <laughs> grizzles dog the shit out of Adam Carolla's podcast. Really? Yeah, he said I listened to that. I tried to listen. To I listened to one episode. That man is loud and ignorant. Well, that's why I like him. <laughs> but he was like, he's saying that he knows he's ignorant. He just stays ignorant. Well, it's just a little bit too manly for Josh, you know, for Grizzles. A, <laughs> a little too much testosterone there. He needs something a little softer. So, no, I, I like it. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, he is loud and obnoxious, and I I had a point where I was like tired of it and like, oh man, I can't listen to this anymore. But then I passed that point and started to just appreciate his how persnickety he is. And, I mean, it's all he—he he doesn't he never takes himself too seriously, you know. Like he rants and he raves and he's loud and stuff, but he—he he realizes he can be an idiot, you know. Uh, and, I guess uh, so. Yeah, he does. I mean, he says he's—he's he's, if you listen to it, he's very self-deprecating to you. Um, yeah. And I don't agree with a lot of the stuff he says. He's got a lot of opinions on politics and things that I don't agree with, but I just—I like the show and they—the uh, way that they're formatting it now. It's much more like a radio show, you know, and because they they what happened was is they all got fired from their radio jobs and they went and yeah. podcast and now they're doing it much more along the lines of how their show was. And um, I don't know, it's kind of funny. I like it. My dog just farted as he hopped off the sofa. Wow, there's oh. a podcast. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the noise he made? Let's get into that, huh? Yeah, sure. Should we? Uh, clearly, it's going to be your what's the hype and my what's the hype, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we're so, are we doing the questions now, and then? Well, we'll just do the hype, and then we'll get into listening. To All right. I just dogged that out. My hype, obviously, was going over to Mitchell's. Yeah, right. For the Fourth of July, it was awesome, uh, <laughs> and. Um, and the second thing is obviously this World Cup. Yeah, I've watched all the quarterfinals games. Yeah, I watched most of the group play for a lot of people. Um, and we've been my office mate. We've been rolling out early on days that the games are at two thirty. Yeah, and we've just been like, uh, you want to you want to go watch this game? Well, I got this. Okay, all right, let's go. And <laughs> not coming back to work afterwards. That's legit, man. Yeah, you're gonna have that. Just that. Uh, you're gonna be real depressed after it's over, too. Well, I've got something for that. I'm I'm gonna bring it up in a minute. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there's gonna be a little bit of a World Cup hangover. I'm I'm kind of sad that there's only four more games left to play. I don't even know if I'm gonna watch the third, fourth game. Yeah, that's just the friendship bracket. The uh, um, yeah, it's I don't know. It's it's fun. It, you can see why it's considered the greatest sporting event in the world. There's a lot of it's got its flaws though. It's not without its flaws. Oh yeah, the officiating in itself has been fucking terrible. Like just yeah. awful. 
What do you what do you think about that Uruguay handball in the uh, goal? Yeah, so the guy the guy uh you know, obviously for those of you who don't know about about soccer your football, um the goalkeeper is the only one allowed to use his hands. And uh, there was a shot on goal, and it was going to go in, and the, one of the players that was not the goalkeeper blocked it with his hands, you know, intentionally, knew, knowing he would get, you know, penalized, but saving the goal, you know. I don't know. I mean, I, I was kind of like, eh, that's... Uh, it wasn't, that wasn't just what happened. This was in the very last second of the game. And this is, you know, the knockout round. The, the guy cheated. He gets he gets thrown out of the game, and he's not allowed to play in the next game, but his team moves on. And Reaper brought up this question of where, you know, like how does that guy, I mean, to, to win by compromising your ethics that way is a very unfortunate event. You know, I mean, granted, if it would have happened at the beginning of the game, it would have been different, I would think. And and so would a lot of other people. But this is this is it. This is the very end. Now Ghana lost that game. They didn't do anything but lose that game. They had yeah two penalty kicks right before the uh, right before it went to penalty kicks. You know, I mean, it sucks for Ghana, but but that guy. I mean, he cheated, right? I mean, he just flat out cheated. There's no. Other I way don't know. Play. I mean, because he took his penalty. You don't know. He's not allowed to touch the ball with his hands, and he intentionally blocked the ball with his hands. To prevent a goal. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, how's but cheating. How about in uh, in basketball when people foul? You foul well, and you take your penalty for it. Yeah, I mean, you, you, it's part of the game, and I, I mean, it's taken me a long time to like accept that with basketball. So I understand where you're coming from, and it's more like accepted as part of the game with basketball. But I mean, I see it. I, at first, I was outraged by it, and then I read some stuff about it. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, but with basketball, goals come. You're scoring 100 points a game versus one. I know, but what are you going to do? If that's going to keep you, if you, you know, you're going to have to wait. If you're going to have to wait. All right, I'm not going to talk anymore. <laughs> no, it's fine. Go ahead. If you're going to have to wait four years for a next chance, I mean, I don't think i would have done it but i don't know you know you because it's like, it. i would have done it fuck that shit i would have done it i would have done it in a heartbeat well, I mean, what are you gonna do if the ball's coming at you and you're like i mean it's part of it's probably just instinct like of course i'm gonna block yeah, it. i'm gonna keep this from going i'm not sure it's the strongest point it's just an unfortunate uh you know part of the game yeah you know, whatever. Well, it's better than I'll say it is better than doing that and not getting caught for it, because that's what happened when France made it into the World Cup. They had Thierry Henry had a handball and scored a goal off of it, and that's what put them into the World Cup and put uh, Ireland out of the World Cup, and yeah. they didn't call the penalty on it, and that sucks. Yeah, big time. Yeah. You know, France goes on to self destruct. Yeah, you listen mm-hmm. to Bill Simmons' podcast. I, I do. But I fuck. I I watched France self destruct myself. I know. Yeah. Look at you. Well, look at you. Bill Simmons reference. Got it in. Got it in for this week. <laughs> Every episode since I've told you to listen to that podcast. Every yeah, have, you, have you listened to him? Did you listen to two episodes ago him interviewing Brock Lesnar? No, I I was listening to some of that last night, but I wasn't that interested in it, so I switched. Yeah, I turned it off. It was a, Brock Lesnar. Cliche. Yeah. 
it just can't and it can't talk doesn't really he's not good at talking Adam Carolla was saying the other day that like when when Brock Lesnar's where Brock Lesnar's got this giant sword tattoo on his chest yeah and he said when Brock Lesnar's wearing a shirt and it's just kind of poking up out of the top of it looks a <laughs> lot like a penis <laughs> and he's like who did that tattoo like what <laughs> <laughs> you got a penis just kind of poking out the top of your shirt. <laughs> oh, right in between his pectoris, pec, pectoral muscles. Yeah, yeah, risque. Right. Uh, I did like the Chris Collinsworth uh, one with. Yeah, that's good. I like Chris Collinsworth a lot. Are you going to be visiting that website, footballproslive.worstdomainnameever? Uh, no. no, probably not. <laughs> I would like it. Chris Collinsworth is one of these guys that I really like. He he reports on the Olympics now, you know. Yeah, he's the guy that you love on the Olympics. I really like him because he's like he does he he goes into uh, the Olympics and he's like I don't know shit about this, but I'm having a good time and I'm going to learn about it. And so it's yeah. like a, a different perspective on that. And I would like to see like a they ought to bring back ABC's Wild World of Sports and just have him go around and do you know learn about weird sports that. He doesn't know anything about. If he does that, I'd like for him to have a co-host, and I'd like that co-host to be Dan Cortez. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dan Cortez would be the, the color commentary with the... Uh, with the Bring the know. bandana back? Yeah. Oh, it's extreme. <laughs> yeah. I. You know, he did say that he wants, to, he wants to call the World Cup next time, and that would be great. I would like that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I love him talking about going to... Going to a soccer camp with his daughter and talking to the college coaches and being like, now show me a good play. What yeah. is a good play? <laughs> I don't know anything about this. Yeah. Playoffs? Playoffs. All right. um, uh, what's your hype? My hype is, uh, well, other than the World Cup, is uh, underwear. Really? Yeah, I've been wearing underwear. I don't think I said this on the podcast last time. I started wearing boxers. And uh, for those of you who know me, you know that I've I've been sans underwear, which means I haven't been wearing any underwear for like <laughs> eight years now. I think I just like I just didn't believe in it anymore. Yeah. And uh, I, I had always worn like tight underwear. Yeah. And I didn't realize that boxers are kind of nice. Because sure. the nice thing about the boxers is number one, I, I kind of like wearing underwear again because I don't have to shake as much at the urinal, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Because when you don't wear underwear, you have to take precautions. You have you to do. shake extra. You have to, like, make sure that – because you get drips. And then if you get drips, you have to, like, wash your hands and make sure you wipe your hands on your pants so you can kind of play it off. Yeah. Otherwise, you walk out and everybody's staring at your crotch. And you're yeah. Like, what? <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, but the other thing I like about the underwear is when I get home from work, the pants hit the floor. And I'm I'm like in casual mode, you know, <laughs> just like pants hit the floor. I just at the door, my roommate comes home and she's having to step over my pants because I'm like <laughs> pants on the floor and uh, and I'm you know I'm in casual mode. I'm relaxing. What what kind of boxes are you? Are you? Do you have a button in the front? Uh, one pair I have has a button in the front, and I don't like those as much. Yeah, because they don't. It's not because of the button, but because of the way they're cut. But they do have uh, beagles on them. It's got lots of beagles, and I kind of well, like that. But I, I, you know, I went through a similar fate. I mean, I, I didn't wear boxers or any kind of underwear for probably about five years, and then I started wearing them about two, three years ago now. Mm -hmm. Two years ago, 
Yeah. And uh, which was it was bad in high school because I go to wrestling practice, wear a pair of mesh shorts and no underwear. Right. And uh, but I start wearing them now, and what I like is the boxer brief. Because I find with the boxer, there's really no, I don't, the only protection you get is against the zipper. Yeah. Because that was one of my <laughs> things about going from no underwear to underwear is now I no longer have to worry about rubbing against that zipper. That's another and, thing. You do have to be careful. I have, I have, uh, you know, caught it in there before. And it's not, <laughs> not just, there's a lot of things to get caught in that zipper. And, yeah. It's, it's no fun. Yeah, but, uh, I, well, you don't get any support from just straight boxers, but it's a compromise for me because I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm I'm not. I, give you, a, I give you another year. I give you another year, and then you're going to start wearing some boxer briefs, which are clearly the best. Yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know. but I'm just saying. Like, yeah. if, you, if you want maximum comfort with sturdy support, you know, then you're going to go boxer brief. Yeah. I just I was asking about the button in the front because if you're going home and dropping, and then just lounging in the uh, in the boxer shorts, there's there's a there's a a, a large chance of of uh, that fly opening up and just waving hello. Right. Well, there's more of a small chance with me to be honest. You're right. It is. Yeah. Small. But uh, it's I got the ones that are uh, that have like the safety fly. It's small. They're called safety fly. Something I don't, even, I don't even know what that is. It's just like they're it's made to not come open as bad. But I mean I don't care. I mean I just let it hang out. I walk out and check the mail. I wave <laughs> at people. I'm like, what's up? Are you wearing Are you wearing a wife beater when you when you wear those boxes? Yeah. Yeah, you wearing some flip flops, bo- white boxer shorts, and a white wife beater, and going yeah. out and picking up the newspaper. Getting my paper. Yeah. How you doing? <laughs> Next to that guy that watches porn with his yeah. window open. Hey, buddy. Just standing in his window. Yeah, Crazy Joe. What you watching? What's going on in there? <laughs> Sounds like you're having a good time. I'm wearing the boxers. Huh. Yeah, so that's my hype. Yeah. Uh, listening to this week, I've been listening to a, a DJ called DJ Lobster Dust. <laughs> and, what is it with the DJ names? I don't know. That's a crazy one, but I I got real burnt out on uh, on mashups lately because mm-hmm. it's just every fucking person in the world has a mashup, you know. And like sometimes they're real distracting. But this guy has mashups. I've been listening to him off and on for a while. His mashups are real. Um, they're not designed to be like, oh my god, listen to that mashup. What he did with that. It's more like they're more designed to like actually make a good song out of it with a nice flow to it. And um, he's got some some mashups of a Weezer song and a, a Journey song and a couple other songs that I really like. And so uh, I've been listening to that and really digging it. Just good lobster mix. dust. DJ Lobster Dust. Lobster Dust. What's up? I'm DJ Lobster Dust. Yeah. I'm a- <laughs> so uh, what do you been listening to? Uh, so, <clears throat> Grizzles went up to Chicago. Yeah. Uh, for a regatta in which he sailed poorly in, by the way. He didn't do very well. Yeah. But he was, he was in Chicago and he sent me a text message of the verse from Ride Slow. From yeah. Kanye's late registration with Paul Wall. Yeah. And, um, and I, I couldn't, I didn't remember what it was from. 
and he told me, and I realized that I had that CD um, when it came out, and then like a month later, I I don't know what happened to it, but I didn't have it anymore, and so <clears throat> there was another CD that came out uh, not too long ago, Punch Brothers. Punch Brothers is the mandolin player from Nickelback or Nickel Creek. Nickelback. <laughs> Chris. Phil or Tilly or however you say his last name, he's in this new band called the Punch Brothers. They're actually really, really good. They don't have a drummer. It's just like violin, mandolin, cello, bass, some shit like that. You know, it's just that kind of thing. But it's it's not cliche. It's good. It's good music. So they had a new album, and I went out to get that, and I got a used copy of Late Registration. Yeah. And that's been on rotate in my CD player. It's so good. Yeah. And I'm not ashamed to say that. I like college dropout and late registration. After that, I'm not really a fan of Kanye. His new song is, ugh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, ooh. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> yes. Well, the other thing I've been listening to is the, um, if you, you can check it out, it's NPR All Songs Considered podcast. They've got their halfway through the year best albums and songs so far yeah. in the year. And, um, the um, number two, I'm I'm only up to number two right now. Yeah, uh, and it's uh, the new Black Keys album. Yeah, and I've got that CD too. Um, Brian gave it to me when I went to Knoxville for the wedding, and it is a really good CD. I didn't really like Attack and Release that much, but this CD is 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 good all the way through. So that's cool. I'm gonna go see them in uh, September, I think. Really? With um, their opening, I've been listening to Kings of Leon because we're gonna we're gonna go see Kings of Leon too, and they're opening for them. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. So. Yeah, I think Mackenzie and I are gonna go see Kings of Leon as well. Yeah, sweet. She really wants to go see them. We've seen them before, and uh, they put on a pretty good show. Yeah, I have not seen them, but I, I like them enough to go see them. I mean, I like yeah. them. They're it's a good band, so I've been listening to them too. But yeah, that new Kanye. Who I heard that the new MIA is really not good either. Really? Um, yeah, from several people, uh, plus a lot of reviewers. But, um, yeah, I'm going to check out that All Songs Considered that you hyped me to. I'm going to get that and uh, listen to that. Yeah, it's worth listening to. I mean, yeah. the um, the good thing about that, I mean, so All Songs, because they're, they're hyping you to new music, you know? Like, most people that hype you to new music are the type of guys that say, oh, like your old stuff, you know? Yeah. But these, uh, these radio hosts on the show are not... Their, their nose is not that high in the air. Yeah. And they're not that bad. So, um, I, I don't know. I like that podcast. So, moving Check right along. What's not the hype? Not the hype is uh, Kevin, our web guy that does all the back end stuff, and uh, his wife Amanda have moved to uh, Austin, Texas. They moved from where I live to Austin this week, and uh, I'm going to miss them. So, that's not hype. Yeah. It's a bummer. I was like helping them pack up, and I'm like, man. And they've they've moved away and back several times, so I'm not holding out. You know, I'm I'm holding out hope that they're going to come back, but I don't. You know, you never know. He's got a pretty sweet gig in Austin, right? He does. He does. He got a good job there. City, right? Yeah. Lots of time off. Money in my pocket. Wasting taxpayers' money. Yeah. Yeah, but I, you know, he hit. He hooked me up with this job that I got now, and uh, so. And he's been serving us loyally for the podcast since the beginning. And, uh, yeah, so I wish them the best. Don't they have some bicycles? (laughs) Yeah, they got some fucking sweet bicycles. They got, um, 
some real hipster bicycles. Like uh, <laughs> Kevin's got like a fixed speed, and Amanda's got like the uh, the old beach cruiser with the basket, which is real in with the hipsters now. But they're in true Kevin and Amanda style. They got the goth versions that are solid black, with, like red highlights. <laughs> And uh, that bike of Kevin's, I, I lusted over it because it, it rides so smooth and it's so light. And I looked so fucking hardcore riding a black <laughs> bike around the neighborhood. You put on your Misfits t-shirt and yeah. just ride that bike around? My nice nail shirt. Yeah, just... <laughs> uh, well, my not the hype is uh, allergies. Yeah, that's reason, the I I think I've gotten re-allergic to my cats. Yeah. Because I'm fine outside where all the allergy stuff is. I come inside, my eyes start itching, I start sneezing. It's been real bad lately. Um, Have you heard of this uh, brush called the Furminator? No. It's uh, apparently, Speed Eddie has used one, and it's like 40 bucks. But apparently it cuts down majorly on the allergens from the cats because it, it, it kind of like... Because it costs 40 bucks. Yeah, because it cuts... But it's, apparently it's legit. Uh, but it, it, it basically like... Uh, you know, it's like a brush that, that gets rid of the loose hair and also the loose dander, you know? Yeah. And it like... It, I think it like stores it... Like it, it, it shaves it off like into the brush or whatever. But a lot of people are using them, and like it's supposed to be pretty hype. So you might want to. I'm going to get one and see how it does because my cats be real allergic. My uh, cats don't really like being brushed, though. That's the thing. They keep my, trying to eat the brush. Mine have mine do the same thing, but it's just taking time. It's just taking time, and now they're pretty. They're pretty cool with it. Hmm. Um, I'll check that out. I don't know if I'm going to spend forty dollars on a brush, but the name. Well, Furminator. Furminator. I wouldn't That's think that, I wouldn't think I would spend forty dollars on the brush either. But when I've got snowdrifts of fur in my house, I'm like, well, maybe maybe it's worth it. <laughs> you know, I saw the other day, yesterday at Best Buy too, which is awesome. You have like a Dyson, right? The real expensive. Yeah. They got this handheld like dustbuster sized Dyson now. Yeah. And it's called the Animal. Yeah. And it is like super quiet but super suctiony. And yeah. it just like I, I want one, but it's real expensive. It's like two hundred fifty bucks for a dustbuster, but it it's got like the <laughs> it's got the HEPA filter in it and everything, and it's like yeah. you know that the, the old boy on the commercials probably designed it in his basement, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it seems real awesome. I just wanted to get it to just I was just gonna start vacuuming my cats. Dyson, when I got that vacuum, um, they had this. Uh, bio leaflet in there of their story the dyson story yeah and um the guy dyson or whatever that they came up with the the concept for their vacuum which is like different than all other vacuums yeah um he's got this story about how he invented it and then he patented it and then he shopped it around and all the major vacuum developers were like no that's you can't change the way people vacuum and um, and then he decided to make it on his own, and all the Oryx and whoever else were trying to copy him. Yeah. And it's just this, like, David and Goliath story that he puts in with all his vacuums. It's pretty ridiculous. Well, that motherfucker's making $500 a vacuum now, so... Yeah, he's making money now. Yeah. yeah. He, um... Yeah, I don't know. I, I, the other day, I vacuumed over something 
that caused the uh, vacuum to uh, break. Oh, yeah? And I got real scared because it's a real expensive vacuum, and I've only had it for, like, two years now. And, yeah. you know, whatever. And so I, I sheepishly, hat in hand, went to McKenzie, and I was like, I think I broke it. And um, and she reset it. Yeah. Okay, which which fixed it. Okay, but she she did this by herself. She reset it and turned it on, and the the uh, the spinner down at the bottom didn't engage. But the thing is, you have to you have to like you know move the vacuum back while keeping the bottom of it flat in order to make it engage. But she didn't do that. She just turned it on. And was like, oh, it's still broken. So when I got home that day, she made me call Dyson. And I was on Di- with Dyson for like. 15 minutes on hold, you know, and like yeah. upset and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, uh, and then he, he had me engage it or, um, reset the, uh, vacuum. And I was, she, she looks at me and she goes, I already did that. And then I, I, <laughs> I, I pulled the vacuum back while keeping the bottom flat. And it like, oh, in your face, <laughs> in your face, wife. Yeah, so it's fine now. It's a good vacuum. I don't know. I'd I'd almost say, you know, getting the animal is going to be worth the money. There's no doubt that it's worth the money. There's no doubt that it's worth the money. It's just a matter of whether or not uh, you you can justify that. I I could give a shit about vacuum cleaners, and when I saw this thing, I was like, holy shit, I want two of them. (laughs) I want to wield them in the house, and just I just want to vacuum with it. That's how cool it is. Yeah, Yeah, you might want to check that out. Whenever we we clean now, it's uh, it's it's almost a race to see who can get to the vacuum first. Yeah, that's how much. Yeah. Do you have the one with the ball in it, or is it the straight up? No, it's the straight up. It's the cyclone. Yeah. Type thing where it's 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 a trip, man. The way they do it. If you break that thing, you got to take it to a body shop. To <laughs> you gotta you gotta send it off to the Netherlands. I think. They got they got to put it up on the uh, lift, the hydraulic lift, and look underneath it. <laughs> how expensive that thing is it's about time for me to wash out my filter yeah yeah Shit, they, it's it, when you wash it out it's got like gold particles in it right <laughs> it makes gold makes diamonds oh no no, no. Uh, when you wash it out you got a <clears throat> fucking biohazard suit otherwise you turn into a zombie because yeah. got in there yeah it's real nasty 28 days later <laughs> 28 days <laughs> yeah 28 days with sandra bullock uh what's the all right so did you say what you're not the hype was Allergies. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. They got this new uh, vacuum cleaner called the Animal. Yeah, and also the Furminator. Uh, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna buy the Animal and mount the Furminator to the end of it, and just <laughs> just chase my cats around the house with it. Just, just my cat. My, my. I tell you, when I started using the vacuum cleaner at this house, and the dogs lived with me. And uh, the dogs weren't scared of it, but the cats are so scared of it that now the dogs are scared of it. Yeah. All of them run to the whatever room is furthest from me vacuuming in the house. My cats are not scared of it, but my roommate's cat is, like, heart attack-inducing scared of it. <laughs> and my cats are like, what the what the fuck? Who cares? Feed me. Feed me. <laughs> Stop doing that and feed me. <laughs> oh, hype's still out. Uh, I'm, I, this is something that usually with hype still out, we, we, it's, it's out and then we decide whether it's hype or not. Mm-hmm. And that's that. And this time I'm putting something that we declared hype back in the hype still out. Uh Oh, I'm taking it off the shelf and putting it back in. <laughs> we uh, got We got to put it back under the microscope. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, the David Simon show Treme on HBO. Thank you. 
Yeah, we've been talking. You and I have been talking about this this past week for some reason. I watched the finale. You haven't caught up with everything yet. But, I'm, a, uh, I'm only four episodes in. Mackenzie asked me the other day, "Have you been watching it without me?" I was like, "I only watched two episodes without you." And she's like, "Is it good?" I was like, "I only watched two episodes without you." Yeah. <laughs> if it was great. I would have watched the whole show. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I, so I finished it and. Uh, yeah, like it was real promising. The first episode came out, and I and you and everybody else declared it the, the greatest show to ever happen to mankind. I did not declare the no. I you didn't were even you were into it though. You thought I was, it, I was excited that yeah. there was another David Simon show. And everybody me. got wrapped up in the excitement, and um, but you know, and I think that it just needed some more time to play out. And I think it's going to be a little bit more of a slow burner. So I think season two is going to be better. But there's a lot of things in this. We've talked about this that there's a lot of it that's contradictory. Yeah. There's a lot of it that is very arrogant and yep. obnoxious. Like I I appreciate that David Simon does the amount of research he does for something, but he did the amount of research and then there's so many things in it that are like look at how much research I did for this show. Look at how much I love New Orleans. How about this? Come to, come to New Orleans. Don't come to New Don't Orleans. Don't come to Yeah, that's the other thing is like Man, how are we going to rebuild New Orleans if nobody comes here? Don't you fucking come here and try don't, to rebuild New Orleans. Uh, don't do not do this. Do it. Appreciate this city. You don't appreciate it the right way. Do you, you, yeah, appreciate this city. You could never appreciate this city. <laughs> You're not from here. Go back to yeah. where you... Come back here and spend your tourist dollars here. Don't come here and spend your tourist dollars here. <laughs> This is the real New Orleans. This is not the real New Orleans. <laughs> go to the real New Orleans. Don't go to the real New Orleans. You're not allowed to. I'm like, okay, well, am I allowed to watch this show or not? Yeah, that's that's the impression I've got. Because sometimes I feel like I'm not allowed to watch it. And the other thing is the whole music thing, which is a huge part of it, the music, which is obviously you know a big part of New Orleans. Everybody knows that, even if you hadn't, don't know anything about this. But the way people talk on this show is like, I can't imagine that anybody from New Orleans actually talks this way. They're like, here's some, oh, that's the, uh, that's the, 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 the song from Asshat Brown that he recorded in 1912. And the, the, the record that he printed that on was a 12 gram vinyl record. Not, not, it was different from the 13 gram vinyl records most people did at the time. That's like normal normal dialogue for that show. And I'm like, yeah. really? Yeah. That much exposition over? Okay, that's great. We understand it's obscure New Orleans. You know, Asshat Brown is awesome. But, <laughs> yeah, I like the song. But really? We need to know that? We need to know his social security number? Because <laughs> I don't think I need to. I don't think people really talk like that. Maybe they do. I've never been to New Orleans, and I'm not going. <laughs> because I'm not allowed to be there, apparently. <laughs> But, uh, well, yeah. I mean, uh, and I don't. I get it. I get it. I appreciate this. No, you don't. You don't get it. I don't. You don't get it. <laughs> don't even try. No, but I appreciate the sentiment. I appreciate that you know that those you know, New Orleans has gone through a, obviously an awful shitty time, and I appreciate that they're championing championing that city, but. On the other hand, it's like, well, don't make me feel guilty as a viewer for having watched this show. Yeah. And um, and the characters in it, I'm up and down with them. And I was talking to Maria about this the other day. There's none of the like in the wire. 
I cared about every character, even the characters I didn't like. They all had an arc that I cared about. And with yep. this show, I don't care about what happens to any of the characters. I don't yeah. really give a shit. I mean, I do, but not to the point where I'm like, oh, man, I got to see the next episode, see what happens to these people. The yeah. other thing is nothing fucking happens to them. <laughs> they don't do anything. They just well, stand there and talk about Asshat Brown and how awful the situation is. That 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 was the goal of David Simon, though. He wanted to do a one-hour drama television show that didn't have as its you know primary genre cops, the hospital, or the president. Right. But. You know whether the, there may be a reason that hasn't been done yet. Yeah, I mean I know, but there, yeah, exactly. You, you got to have some kind of conflict driving it. That's the wire always had something driving it. It always well, had an overarching story, and that's what you get when you have you know the drugs versus you know cops versus robbers thing. You've got a, a core basic storytelling you know device. But may, yeah, I don't think that though that that's what the wire was about. I think it was about various institutions that people devote their lives to and how those institutions compromise their own lives. Yeah, it is, but I mean, that's what I'm summing it up by, you know, the the drug trade and the business. Okay, that was the vehicle for the story. Okay, okay. Versus the business of the police department. And there's also the business of the newspaper and everything else, but at its core, I think it's the, the business of good guys versus the business of bad guys. You know, um, and, and the fact that it's a lot harder to determine who is good and who is bad in some of these situations. You know, I yeah, I mean, you're leaving out Generation Kill in between, which also I, which I, I watched. I watched half of it and was like, okay, I get it. I'm not going to watch anymore. I haven't seen it. So. Yeah. Um. What? Um. Okay. What? My hype's still out. Uh, and I fully agree with you on bringing that back off the table, off the yeah. shelf. I didn't put it up there, but uh, it's been down. I'm still examining it. I'm going to watch it, though. Yeah, you need to watch it. There's some good stuff out of it. I mean, it's worth watching. My hype's still out is the Tour de France. Oh, yeah? Tour de Lance. Um, yeah. Fuck Lance. I watched, I watched it all last year. Yeah. Last summer, yeah, I watched. I have, and I've done it this year again where I've set my DVR to record it. Yeah. Last year, I wake up, eat breakfast, I'd watch the first 20 minutes, and then I'd fast forward and watch the last, like, half hour or so. Yeah. um, I really liked it, and this is what I'm hoping is going to be the hair of the dog that's going to cure me of my World Cup hangover. Yeah. Um, But I I don't know. Um, I don't have as much time to watch it as I did last summer. (laughs) Last summer, I was, uh, you know, I, I had one month of living in Raleigh of, of no employment, and I had saved enough money to be able to live like that. And so yeah. I woke up every morning, watched it, and then went and played around at disc golf. Whereas I'm I'm working a job this summer, so I don't. It's right. not like I have the same freedom, but uh, so I don't think I. And and that's one of the the, the tour de France is like you, you get invested in it if you're watching it a lot. 
And, uh, you know, it's just like the, any other major sporting event where you got to know the storylines. You got to know who's on what team and who's what their role position is. You know, like some of these guys are sprinters. Some of these guys are supposed to tackle the hill. Other guys are supposed to keep the pace with the peloton, that kind of thing. And I really enjoy watching it. I just don't know if I'm going to have enough time. So the it's hype. But the hype's still out about whether or not I'm actually going to get to get as invested in it. And the thing is, is like, I actually, in the middle, in between this Tour de France and last one, I've watched like two other tours. I watched right. the Tour of California and the Tour of Italy or some shit like that. I can't even remember now. And I'm like, oh, there's Levi Leipheimer. And I know these guys' names. And it was pretty cool. So the same thing I'm hoping is going to happen with the soccer over this next year where I start to actually watch the Premier League and it's the same with the with the biking where I, I did kind of you know skim it during the non major event season. Right. So. Yeah, I just my overwhelming dislike of Lance Armstrong is taints my desire to watch any of that. But I I appreciate that you found something to, <laughs> to fill your time with after the World Cup. You're preemptively you know going yeah, after yeah. that. Going yeah. after it. The shitty thing is. Versus has the uh, Tour de France, which is not a major network. You know, it's yeah. not even as big as ESPN. But the so with ESPN, you can watch the World Cup online. You know, you can go to ESPN three and watch the game for free yeah. live. Well, you got to buy a forty dollar package to watch the Tour de France online on uh, Versus. That's bullshit. Because I would have it on while I was working, but yeah. now I, I ain't gonna pay forty dollars for it. Hell no. <laughs> that shit out of here for riding some bikes. <laughs> it's cool, man. They get up to like seventy miles an hour. Oh, I know. That's fast. Yeah, that's real fast. You wouldn't go seventy miles an hour on that fixed gear. No, I probably wouldn't. You're right. You'd wreck. I look cool though. What have you been surfing? Uh, just uh, not a whole lot because I've been I've been working and training at work, which. At work, I can I can surf some stuff, and you know they're not real uh, they're not real worried. I mean, as long as you're getting your work done, you can you know tweet a little bit and stuff like that. But I've been training, so I hadn't had any time to like look at anything. So, but just really the World Cup stuff, um, you know, mostly just the the sports sites. What about you? What have you been surfing? Um, well, I've been rewatching The Wire. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, David Simon, and I got up to disc four where. The dog had chewed through disc four, so I'm <laughs> very uh, obviously am trying to fuck Netflix because I ordered in my queue just disc four of, of season one of The Wire. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna after I get it, I'm gonna say, oh, I don't know what happened to it. Either that, or I'm gonna mail back the chewed up version. Yeah, I don't know which one I'm gonna do, which one's safer to do, but. Um, there's that, and and so since I haven't been able to uh, <clears throat> go past this four, I've just been watching the commentaries yeah. <laughs> and the other episodes, which is cool. And I also got Risk on Xbox Live Arcade. Yes, and I've got to get that. You you should. the The good thing is, is that they've got this new video game version of it. Yeah. And you've got cats, humans, robots, zombies, and <laughs> Abominable Snowmen. Yeah. Those are the characters you can play. Cool. And you can do the new version with all these different control X, Y, and Z, and you get a weapon kind yeah. of thing. 
um, and different rewards for different objectives, but you can also play the original version of the game too. And, uh, but the problem is this, that was the good side. The downside is you've got a lot of fair weather risk players on Xbox live, like with conquer club online or command and conquer, whatever it is, conquer club, I think, um, that's the online risk and you've yeah. got the cream of the crop playing there and you can have more than one game going at the same time. But on Xbox live, you just got a bunch of assholes that quit out whenever they feel like they're going to lose. Yeah. So yeah. Up, wind up playing and like I've been playing with Lopo online and it's just been 30 minutes of playing with other people. And then, and then an hour of him versus me. Well, I'm going to get on there and us three shall duke it out. Because I, I take my risk very seriously. It's been a huge, it was a huge part of my college life was playing risk. And yeah, I love that game. So it's, it's my it's, favorite board game. It's fun to play. Um, yeah, we've, we've had, we, we had a game with, uh, Indros last night. There were five and then the two guys got popped like zits and they quit out. And yeah. Indros and Lopo and I battling for, you know, for about an hour and a half. And it was like, Lopo had all of Asia and Australia, and so Indros and I were chipping away at him, and then yeah. Indros, Indros broke my truce and came through and routed me through South, South America and got into Africa and just destroyed me. I built back up because I made, then made a truce with Lopo, and then Indros won the game. <laughs> that's, that's the best part of it. Friendships are tested when you play Risk. <laughs> they really I, are. Yeah, we had, we had a big blow-up between all my friends that almost – ended our friendship over risk um the exact one... same thing happened to me between me and Derek. yeah yeah we but, almost got, we, it, it almost came to fisticuffs yeah our, our our one of our friends who was named nasty nate nasty nate had this uh he had this strategy that he he went all in on this strategy and uh it blew up in his face and the, the problem that was fine but the problem was he was unwilling to admit that the strategy had not worked <laughs> and so uh, my other friend Steve just just railed on him about it, and they just it was just it was a whole weekend of just tension. Yeah, uh, we used to play the shit out of some uh, Monopoly too. Do they have Monopoly on Xbox Live? I don't know. I, I love some I Monopoly too. Yeah, I, I like it. It's horrible. Yeah. Um. You know what? Speaking of going back and rewatching the. Uh, the Wire. You know what I'm going to do? Which I never thought I'd do? Go back and watch the OC? No, I am going to do that. I, I, I've always thought that I would do that. but um, No, I'm going to go back and watch all of Lost from beginning to end. I'm uh, sorry. I am because I think I'm going to... I want to pick up on some stuff from it. I think that I think it will be rewarding to watch it again. You want to... You want to... You wanna, you wanna make some stuff up that you think makes sense? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No, I, I just want to, I want to see how it, because uh, I really enjoyed the first season, you know, watching it one after the other, and I just want to do it. And also, when the new DVD comes out, uh, I'm not going to watch it on Netflix. I'm going to, I'm going to actually get the discs, I think, and watch some of the special stuff on it. But the, um, the, apparently, they're going to have a lot of extra stuff on the, the last DVD that's actually going to answer some of the shit that we were pissed off about them not answering. So Yeah, but uh, and that's that's them saying that? They, yeah, they said that, yeah. It? Yeah. But they, they, and they might that, not, I don't know. They said they were going to answer a lot of questions 
every time they had a new season come out. Yeah. So what, well, what made I, you fool me once? Yeah, I know. I mean, I might, I might fail at it, but that's just what I'm planning. So. Well, I'll give you my copy of. I've got season two, three, and four. Oh, I'm, sweet. I'll, I'll give them to you. I don't need them. Cool. I'm, I'm going to be getting rid of a lot of my DVDs. I think. There's no need to have a lot of them. I have some that I just want to keep that I just mean a lot to me, and I've sold off a lot of shows that I had uh, and stuff like that. Yeah, and I feel like I've already done that, but now I'm looking back at it, and I've got lost, and yeah. I'd be happy to get rid of that. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, well, I guess that's about it. Um, I wanted to hype the listeners to please send us. We haven't done a grab bag in a while, and we did. We just kind of forgot about it. So if you have a grab bag that you have an idea for, please send it in. Go to IOLTOS and hit us up on there. I only like their old stuff at gmail.com. Um, and uh, Twitter is is IOLTOS. And uh, probably have Miss on the next show. It's early this time so she went on this one uh thanks miss thanks kevin and amanda and uh everybody else out there and uh you got anything else group nope all right that's it so we'll see you soon We'll see you next time. Have a good night. Hey